Hello, everyone. This is Dr. B, uh, the founder of Beyond the Walls Outreach Ministries, here with an encouraging word for you today. Be sure now to tell a family member, tell a friend, tell somebody that we are on every week sharing a word from the Lord because the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of God stands forever. And I don't know about you, with everything changing, I want to be found standing on the word of God. Now this month at Beyond the Walls, we are extremely excited because we're going to be sharing and focusing on the family. And what better time to focus on the family than now? Many have reported in this season that they have time that they didn't have before to spend with their families. And if you're anything like me, that's one of the things that I have said. I've prayed about it. If I had more time, I would spend time with my family. If I had more time, I would do this and that. Uh, and here we are, called on the carpet <laughs> to eat those very words because we now have that time without being distracted or overly inundated with all of the things that we do to keep ourselves busy. Here we are, many of us, quarantined with our families. So what better time to focus on the family than now? That way we can get back to God's original design because he was the designer from the beginning. So what is family, y'all? Both traditionally and biblically, the family consisted of a husband, a wife, and their children. Family is comprised of all of the descendants of a common ancestor. Now, I'm getting ready to take you back to biology. In biology, there was a thing called taxonomies. And the term family would appear in between the classifications order and genus. And within the family, that could be subcategories and subfamilies. So family then is classified as such because there are likenesses, there are kinships, and in human families, blood relationships. Now, way back, way back in the Garden of Eden, the first human family was instituted by none other than our great God. Adam and Eve were given specific instructions in Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 28. It says there, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. That's what God told them to do. That's powerful, isn't it? Powerful given the instruction to be fruitful, to multiply, to have dominion, to exhibit God's characteristics. So then what happened if that was the plan? Because family sure don't look like that anymore. Through the entrance of sin, the passage of time, dispensational adjustments, and societal influences, the family has ceased to represent its original intention and has morphed into an almost unrecognizable entity and presentation in the earth realm. So this, y'all, is a fantastic time to get back to the original blessing of fruitfulness and multiplication and dominion. To be fruitful is a matter of production. So what are you producing or reproducing in your family? On one hand, this fruitfulness directly refers to children, of course. Yet it also speaks about the character of God being represented in and through us and our children and our families. What kind of things are we giving birth to? Galatians 5 and 
22 and 23 kind of suggest to us what we should be uh, showing forth in the earth realm. It says there that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, if we take inventory in our own families, where would we measure in being fruitful in those areas, in the areas of love and joy, peace and forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Are our families representative of those characteristics, those that represent the spirit of the living God? Or has this function crept in and caused us to uh, be fruitful in the areas of frustration and inconsistency, abuse and neglect. Be honest now. What is your family looking like these days? Is, is it a pleasure to come home? Are you happy to come home? Or do you avoid coming home because you don't want to deal with the fruit that's hanging on your family's tree? What is your family's tree full of? The original intention, moreover, talks about multiplication, talks about multiplying. Not only should we be full of fruit, but we should be multiplying that fruit. We should never be a disappointment when nourishment is needed. Our families should be multiplying the characteristics of our living God in the earth. Now, math was not my favorite subject. Everybody who knows me well knows that I'm, I'm an English person through and through. But I know enough about math to know that multiplication means increase. It makes things bigger, not smaller. So what should be happening in our families is the bigger, greater multiplication type principle. What should be happening is that in the, fund the fundamental characteristics of God and the fruit of the spirit should be big in us, should be great in us, should be multiplying consistently in us and in our family members. In other words, what's in me should be full and that fullness should then expand and multiply through my son who will then exemplify those same characteristics before his children, who will then exemplify those same characteristics and on and on until we have multiplied and permeated the world with the characteristics of the spirit of the living God. So let me ask you to consider in this moment, what is it that our fruitfulness is multiplying. If the fruit or the fruitfulness of God's character is lacking in our lives, then what really is being multiplied in our families? Are we multiplying love? Or are we multiplying backbiting and gossip? Are we one unit? Or is our family divided into several different factions? Are we the haves and the have-nots in our families? Are we those people because mama and grandmama are mad with auntie so-and-so, we're mad with them too? And we're disjointed and not unified? Uh, are we multiplying abuse over the course of generations and incest and addictions? Are we multiplying those things in the earth? Are we multiplying unforgiveness and bitterness what are we producing and reproducing in our families? What are we looking like? This is the perfect time to take a really long, hard look 
at what things we're making bigger. The original family was told to be fruitful, to multiply, and to have dominion. Not dominion over one another, but over, God was specific, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Mm. That means we're supposed to be in charge. We're supposed to be ruling. Things are supposed to be in subjection to us by the power of the living God. Again, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, every living thing that moves the trees and the flowers. Is the family having dominion over these things or have we settled for the lesser? Have we settled for having dominion over each other? Not order. That's not what I'm talking about dominion okay have we settled for controlling behaviors being in charge behaviors i'm the boss kinds of behaviors it's my way or the highway <laughs> kind of behaviors are we mastering the challenges of life or are those challenges mastering us is this the way god intended for the family to look in the earth that's, that's a simple question. That's really, 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 really easy. The answer to that is no. He has not changed his mind about his intention for the family, what it is supposed to represent and look like in the earth's realm. And much like anything that is created, that thing which is created, that entity or that thing, it works best when it follows the flow of its intended purpose. When a thing does not follow the intention of its purpose, abuse occurs, neglect occurs, things get all out of whack. So where do we start? This is easy too. Where do we start? Start with you. Just like I have to start with me. Before we get started, we're talking about who in the family is causing the problem. Before we get started with making the family globally better, we have to start with the individuals who make up the family. It becomes the responsibility of each of us to take a, look, a long, hard look at ourselves so that we can determine where we fall short and become better. As individuals, are we fruitful? Are we multiplying? Are we having dominion? If not, we have to repair our connection to the vine, John chapter 15, verses four and five, Jesus is talking here and he says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you, oh glory, abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, he said it very plainly. Without me, Jesus says, you can do nothing. We are only able to produce to the degree that we abide in the vine. Separate and apart from the vine, you are just burning up daylight. We can do nothing without him. It is in him that we live and we move and we have our very being. Bearing fruit comes from abiding in, living in, breathing in, having your being in the vine. The presence 
and the purpose of the Lord. Aside from our connection to the vine, again, we can do nothing, nothing. The opposite is also true. Being connected to the vine ensures that you will bear much fruit because God's supply of nourishment through Jesus Christ is immeasurable. It never runs out. It is limitless. It is boundless. We have boundaries. We have limits. We are inconsistent. We are measurable. We have a beginning and we have an end. But God Almighty through Jesus Christ does not. And because he is boundless, if we stay connected to him, we can bear much fruit. This, my friends, is where the family starts. Family starts with you. Family starts with me. A better family starts with a better you. A better church starts with a better family, which starts with a better you. A better community starts with a better family, which starts with a better you. A better state starts with a better community, which starts with a better church, which starts with a better family, which starts with, hate to tell you, a better you. A better nation starts with a better state, which starts with a better community, which starts with a better church, which starts with a better family, which starts with a better you, a better world. Come on, we want to change the world? Change the world right where you are. A better world starts with a better nation, which starts with a better state, which starts with a better community, which then starts with a better family, which of course ends up back in your lab, starts with a better you. It starts with you, it starts with me. So we need to get in the mirror and take a look at ourselves, not everybody else. Cause if you're standing in the mirror and you see my face, we have a problem. Get in the mirror, look at yourself, be real with you, be self-aware and see the areas where we need to repair and reconnect to the vine. What a better time to do that than now. Your fruitfulness, your multiplication principle, your dominion. And if you find, which I'm sure we all will, that there are areas that we need to improve, let's improve. I'm committed to getting better than I was before. Are you? Can we get better? Together, let's set ourselves this week intentionally, purposefully to abide in the vine. Let's allow the presence of the Lord to wash over us in such a way that we begin to bear much fruit and then that that fruit, glory to God, will remain. God bless you today and God bless your families today and always. Can we share a moment of prayer? Father, we do bless you. We honor you for what our ears have heard and our eyes have seen and for what our lips have spoken on today. Lord, we dedicate ourselves purposefully, intentionally this week to abide in the vine that we might bear much fruit, not for our glory, not so that we can brag, not so that we can compare ourselves to other people who may not be bearing at the rate or the speed that we are. We're going to, dear Father, knowingly, intentionally glorify you for giving us the ability to be better than we were before. I thank you now 
for everybody who is listening to this uh, this video or this this podcast at this time. I thank you for them and I pray blessings upon their lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Now, until next time, this is Dr. B from Beyond the Walls Outreach Ministries challenging you to show the love of God by showing your love for others. My prayer.